Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two of Fantasy Sports today is upon us, and we're talking more fantasy football this hour. We'll dive into the fantasy legacy, things that have shocked the fantasy world. Also, we're going to play a little trust or bust in fantasy football. Fantasy Sports today, hour number two starts now. Sports today. Toward the end zone. It is Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. Fires up the middle. Pass is caught by Owens. Owens made the catch. Oh, Pass is caught. Diggs. Sideline. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Toss to White. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two of the show. Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia with you. You can follow us on Twitter at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizzapia 17 as we continue our fantasy discussion. Of course, over the weekend, there was no other story in reality, in fantasy, maybe even in news with a 29-year-old player deciding at the top of his game, arguably, to retire. And Andrew Luck, I thought, put together one of the most intriguing 30-minute press conferences that we've ever seen. Joe and I talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, so you can go back and rewind if you're listening on demand. But, Joe, uh, I mean, this this doesn't happen a lot in fantasy sports, but it has happened. There have been situations before that have been shocking. I would say this. This could be the one in terms of fantasy that's the most hurtful only because it happened after people drafted and also right before the NFL season. Yeah, it's brutal. It's one thing to lose a guy to injury week one. Like that's just you you throw your hands up to the football gods and you say, yeah, what are you going to do? But yeah, the the ripple effect here is is very difficult. And the ripple effect it has on T.Y. Hilton, on Paris Campbell, on Devin Funches, on Ebron, on Doyle, even Marlon Mack, too. There's just a, a huge downgrade to all these guys. And and you could say, well, maybe they become values. They do, but they become limited, too. And I think even though you might get a better value on some of these guys, it's about the limitations now of this offense. And I, I'm sure Brissett will have some moments, but don't sleep on Chad Kelly. Ch- Chad Kelly, let me tell you, that guy is nothing but swagger. That guy is just he comes from a football background. He comes from a football family. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, if Chad Kelly got a shot at the job at some point in time, it would not shock me at all. And he would throw a million picks and he would be out of the league the next year. I've seen this play I don't out. Know about that. Yo, I don't I've, know. Seen it, I've seen it at Mississippi. It's going to play out in the NFL. It ain't happening. Move on. Just, tr- <laughs> Dude, uh, just trust me on this one. Don't go that That's route. What they said about Brett Favre. Just, I'm not calling him Brett Favre, but everyone's Chad, like, oh, that guy. Uh, if you give Brett, him a chance, Brett you throw Favre. Brett Favre had demons that he had to get through personally before he made it on the field. 
Uh, Chad Kelly has no demons. All he does is throw picks and throw and throw balls that you're going to go. Why did he do it? And that's going to happen all over in the NFL. Just trust me and just move on from <laughs> from Chad Kelly. It's Jacoby Brissett or somebody else next year. If Chad Kelly comes in, it means the team's going two and 14. That, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. All right. So in, in terms of the legacy of fantasy, uh, shocking things that have happened in fantasy sports. Uh, listen, for me at the top, of course, it's Jose Fernandez passing away in September. And look, forget about the fantasy ramifications, the reality of that thing, of me covering the Marlins and waking up in that morning hearing that. Yep. Nothing will ever top that in all of sports for me just because of how close I was to the situation. Uh, that affected, of course, fantasy leagues. But the Do you reality remember I reached out to you because I was on air live yeah. on this very network hosting like, is the it show true? with Scott Engel. You're like, is and this I said, true? look, yeah. this is flying around the Internet, and there's anybody I trust to tell me if this is true or not before I go on air with it. It was you. And uh, yeah, that was that was difficult. That was a difficult spot for me to go in and break that news. And yeah, you feel the air go out of the space, man. Yeah, I was asked to do a fantasy segment on that Sunday on a local radio station. And I told them, do you understand that there's no way that your your boss is going to allow this to happen? And he kept saying, (laughs) you're coming on. You're coming on. It doesn't matter. You're coming on. I'm like, listen to me very. And this is in Miami. I'm like, listen to me very carefully. There's no possible way I'm doing a fantasy segment on the day that Jose Fernandez died. Oh, the host was like, no, I'm telling you, we're still moving forward with it. He called me back an hour later. He's like, yeah, you're right. We're not doing it. I'm like, yeah, of course. You dummy. Not doing that. Uh, How about you? Most shocking, most shocking fantasy uh, thing to happen in the last, let's say, 20, 30 years. You know, it's funny because you put the the fantasy caveat on it. And that really fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the hard part. I remember more sports ones like that just captivate, like that just stop the world. Like the Magic Johnson thing is when I was, I think it was like 13 years old or so when that happened. That was in college. Yeah, that that stopped the world. When Magic Johnson came out and said uh, not only was he leaving basketball, but he is HIV positive. When Michael Jordan retired the first time, that was another yeah. one where the guy left on the top where that was stunning. That was a stunning moment because – the guy was, I mean, forget Andrew Luck being at the top or arguably at the top. He wasn't Michael Jordan, okay? Michael Jordan was the NBA. For him to walk away in the prime like that, that was another one that just shocking moments in sports for me. But fantasy, yeah. you know, I feel like fantasy most of the time, Craig, it's injury. Every now and then you get like the Daryl Kyle death. That was one I remember vividly going, yeah. whoa, how, mm-hmm. how'd that happen? Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, and the Angels it, have had a couple of them. That's right. Yeah, it happened uh, this year with Tyler Skaggs for sure. And more reality than fantasy in that one. Uh, you know, David Johnson two years ago played one game, missed the whole season. Uh, I mean, I, I know that that's an injury, but that's a shocker. Like, you're basically done in your league after the first week. I mean, and I had David Johnson that year. I was like uh, a nightmare. Um, Ryan Braun in baseball, Joe. Remember that one in June? That was the first big fantasy uh, ramifications from a suspension. And D Gordon's been suspended since then, Starling Marte. But Ryan, yeah, but the Braun. Ryan Braun press conference was, was, oh, yeah, my goodness, man, boy, oh, boy, was he out. I am. This is nonsense. I am, you know, when he fought pretty hard, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, Braun at that time, people don't remember. He was a top five player in fantasy. 30 oh, yeah. home runs, 20 steals. He was great. Uh, when Manny Ramirez was traded to the Dodgers from the Red Sox in July, that was one of the biggest players, Joe, moving over from the AL to the NL in history in terms of fantasy. Like that that affected a lot of those mono leagues that you play in. I thought that was a big one, too. Yeah, that was definitely a higher up one, too. Um, I, I also think, you know, when you're talking like long term investments, too, there's been a lot of players over the years, especially in baseball, too, are having those great early runs to seasons like all of a sudden to me, like Mark Pryor comes to mind. You know, guys who are like, these, this guy's going to be the best pitcher in baseball forever. And then they just, you know, they blow up and they disappear. And, and those are frustrating things. And that happens 
more often in baseball, I feel like nowadays than, than any other sport, you still get that, you know, the big pitcher comes up and he dazzles you and he's amazing. And then he just blows up and he never becomes the same guy again. And that's always frustrating, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there's, it, there's a lot of those situations. I'm sure we're forgetting some. If you guys want to let us know at Craig Mish at Joe Pisa PS 17 at FNTSY radio, things that have shocked you in both fantasy uh, or reality. And I, and I think that it's good to kind of come up with these lists. I know in football, they've mentioned Jim Brown retiring. There's no fantasy at that time. Uh, Barry Sanders. I pl- I've been playing fantasy football, maybe even longer than baseball. So I certainly remember when that happened and there, there and Calvin Johnson was another one too. Although it was Calvin toward, was a big toward, one. Yeah. He was toward the end of, you know, I don't know. He probably had one or two years left. So I don't, he was kind of breaking down at that stage too, but let us know at Craig Mish at FNTSY radio for sure. Coming up next, we'll do a little fantasy football trust or bust. We'll go through players in fantasy that you can trust this year, or there'll be a bust this year. And obviously this is about ADP average draft position and where you end up taking them and which round you take them. But we got Joe Pizapia, of course, co-hosting the show and you can get his black book right now on Amazon. It is the number one fantasy black book, number one fantasy publication in the country. And so uh, he'll weigh in and put his money where his mouth is on a handful of players. I'll do the same. You're listening to fantasy sports today. We'll be right back. MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement? money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. 
The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. Well, I like fantasy sports today. And I like football. And I'm going to keep doing them both because they make me feel good. All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. You heard the little pre-produced open there. It's time for a little... Fantasy football, trust or bust. This is something I'm bringing over from my other show that I did many years ago. I think it's time to do it. I think it's apropos, Joe, because, look, we we have to just basically give people opinions on players. And it's not like we'll keep score at the end of the season, but we have strong opinions on players. I know in the Black Book you do, too, on this show also. There's just some guys I want badly. There's some guys I want no part of. That's part of playing in fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's identifying those guys and the risks in which they have to go. To me, it's always, especially in the NFL, it's about what's the cost I got to pay for that guy. And I think that's the problem, which is why early in the segment, I said Damian Williams is the guy I just can't handle because of where he's going. I'm sorry. Second round talent. I'm sorry. Not enough track record for me. I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, listen, a lot of people have difference of opinions. That's what's fun about this. That's what makes fantasy sports so much fun. You got to try and figure out who is going to be at the top and at the bottom. And we know that first round at the end of the season ain't going to grade out like it is the first round. It happens every single year. There's going to be some player that's going to come out of nowhere and be a star in uh, 2019. So let's get started and let's touch on a couple of running backs here. We'll start off with the running backs in San Francisco. Tevin Coleman goes over from the Atlanta Falcons to the San Francisco 49ers. He's expected at the very least, Joe, in the first half of the season, I would I would guess to get at least a 50% share of, of rushing the ball along with Matt Breida, who was phenomenal last year, helped a lot of fantasy owners when he was on the field for sure. But they added Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon. It's going to be out for a long period of time. Fantasy football, trust or bust? Tevin Coleman, trust or bust here? Well, here's the thing. The McKinnon injury makes this one slightly more palatable, but I still say bust. And I say it because it's more about Tevin Coleman than anything. I think the expectations still just a bit too high for him. And um, I understand he's with the old coach and I get all that stuff, but Tevin Coleman, we've seen on his own before and we've seen him be mediocre on his own. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know why everyone's getting so damn excited about him. He's going at RB 28 right now, which puts him at like kind of a flex RB, which I think is palatable. It's fine by me. However, he's going right around Tariq Cohen. He's right around Philip Lindsay. That's a no brainer to me. Those two guys, I will take every day over Tevin Coleman so for me, I'm going to say bust based upon the ADP for me. How about you, Greg? Yeah, I, I feel kind of the same way. I, I I think that he was a product of a dual running back system in Atlanta. Finally got a chance, I think, more last year. And then we just kept hearing of Ito Smith. I, I think that Coleman with Brita 
ends up delivering better value than just assuming that he is a late RB2. And, I, and that's kind of the way that I look at him. Uh, no doubt the goal line will be his. So if you're playing in those touchdown-heavy leagues, I, I can't really see anybody getting that opportunity, even with Brita there. They would give the ball to Jeff Wilson or 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 uh, Raheem Mostert, who got carries last year for San Francisco. They would take him out near the goal line. So uh, I would agree, but in touchdown-heavy leagues, I still would say if I had to set a total amount of touchdowns with him on the year, it would be about five, which isn't a complete bust but certainly not where he's being drafted in terms of average draft position. All right, another running back in fantasy, LaShawn McCoy. We have not heard much from the Bills at all, Joe, this preseason, almost nothing. They drafted Devin Singletary. They have TJ Yeldon. There was talk a month ago that McCoy could get cut. We're going to find out this week whether he gets cut or not. If he doesn't, Joe, the Bills have a pretty good offensive line. They don't have a bad team. They have pretty good matchups in reality all season long. All of a sudden, that would put the value back on him a little bit. But man, this is a scary proposition to take him as your RB, uh, late RB2 or flex. Fantasy football trust or bust, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, well, LaShawn McCoy is going pretty far in drafts. So he's right now somewhere around RB40. Uh, and that's, I think, where he should be. So I think that the Bills have done a very good job of playing this one close to the vest because I feel like they're they're angling to get a pick for him or something that somebody will bite and they don't have to. And that's why they're trying to put him out there in preseason games. And that's why they're trying to say, no, LaShawn McCoy is our guy, all this stuff, because they want to maintain any kind of value they can for the prospect of if you have an injury like Lamar Miller gets hurt, that somebody out there might say, oh, man, we're a backs up against it. Now we've got to make a trade. Now it's not going to be the Texans probably, but we'll see what happens there. However, LaShawn McCoy, I think, is one of these guys. It's a hard pass for me. I think the youth movement is in full swing. I think Buffalo is one of the most underrated defenses in football. They are going to be a very chippy team. They're going to be exciting. Josh Allen is a guy that, yeah, he's still very raw, but in terms of changing the momentum of a game, that guy can do it. So uh, LaShawn McCoy for me is still a bust because I just think with Gore there and with Devin Singletary on the horizon, I think they're going to continue to go to that youth movement with Singletary eventually. If you had to predict McCoy uh, on the team on the first game of the season, yes or no? No. Make the team? No, okay. no one, one way or another. I think because he's got two ways off of it. Trade or cut. <laughs> and the one way on it is to play good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that, that third option is a little bit uh, well, we'll sketchier for me. We're going to know soon this weekend. Yeah. Uh, a lot will change because the uh, final cuts are due on Saturday afternoon. So we'll see. Uh, let's go to the wide receiver position. Fantasy football trust or bust. Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos, who was the darling midway through last year. Everyone was clamoring to pick him up. A big receiver reminds me of Brandon Marshall. Didn't exactly set the world on fire, but also didn't get the necessary targets. Some people feel to become a wide receiver uh, two or wide receiver three. Well, he's being drafted more or less as a three. Is this a post type sleeper, Joe, or is this a bust? Fantasy football trust or bust? Cortland Sutton. Post type sleeper for me all the way. I like this whole Denver wide receiving core, and I understand it's Joe Flacco, but Joe Flacco, even though it's Joe Flacco, is a significant upgrade over what they've had the last couple of years. So that just tells you how bad it's been over the last couple of years. So that's the one thing I want to point out to everybody. So Sutton is coming at wide receiver 42. That's a great spot there. It puts him at the wide receiver four, wide receiver three, depending on like, you know, what kind of how deep the leagues are you're playing. But him, Emmanuel Sanders and Deshaun Hamilton, I think all three of them have potential in this offense. I think Flacco is going to be out there with, you know, nothing to lose and basically going out there to throw the football because he can. He's in a situation now where I think they want him to and he can. And I think Cortland Sutton benefits from that because he's a guy that can go catch a deep ball. And I think that's where Flacco's one remaining strength as a quarterback is basically. So, yeah, give me all the Cortland Sutton chairs. He's cheap. Nobody seems to care. And people don't have nearly enough patience with young talent like him sometimes. Yeah. It, you know, for me, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I would lean more toward bust. I just didn't see 
enough of him last year to make a full indication. I think we'll get it this year regardless. Uh, Flacco will start. We know Drew Locke eventually is going to play this year. Hey, look, as you're, you're telling me if he's your first up wide receiver off the bench, your wide receiver four, you're, you're not buying in on something because that's what the value is right now. Yeah, if he's my bye week fill in, I think I'm OK. But if I have yeah, to start him, if I have right to start him week one, I, I'm not feeling great about it. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I mean, week six, I, I think that changes a little bit for me. But and look, their quarterback situation wasn't great last year either. So in fairness to him. Uh, OK, uh, a quarterback situation for Tennessee, Marcus Mariota. Fantasy football, trust or bust. This is probably the last run for Mariota as quarterback of Tennessee if it doesn't work out. We've seen some monster games from him, Joe, in the past. He can have four really horrible games and all of a sudden throw for four, t- four touchdowns and run for two. Tough one to figure out here. Uh, trust or bust, Marcus Mariota. Remember a couple of years ago where he had that stretch of 10 weeks where he's a QB1? That was an amazing run. And yeah, then it all good. came down. Yeah, he looked great. Normally, I like to put my money on guys who are playing for this sort of moment in their contracts, in their football life. But I just can't get there. I just can't. And you know what? It's more that you don't have to. I think that's the thing. Is your third quarterback in a super flex league to cover some buys? I'm even worried about how long does he hold the job? See, that's my worry. Like, I'd rather have boring Andy Dalton as my third quarterback in a super flex than Mariota because – Outside of an injury, Andy Dalton's probably just going to be the guy, and I think that's where I struggle with it. So, I mean, this is a guy that's going outside the top 24 quarterbacks, and once you get outside of there, you're better off maybe taking some shots on the young guys, hoping that they get the job somewhere in the second half of the year and maybe can cover buys or maybe make some headway for you. But I I just can't get there with Mariota. I like that they brought in Humphreys. I'm not giving up on Corey Davis yet, but you just don't have to. I think that's the thing. It's just eh, it just don't have to, and the upside just isn't there for me. All right, last one. Uh, let's do tight end Eric Ebron, who had the magical season with Andrew Luck last year. The natural reaction is Luck is not there. Forget about Eric Ebron. But is that the case with Jacoby Brissett? Maybe he becomes more of a target as opposed to just a red zone option, which is what Luck kind of had him at last year. Fantasy football trust or bust? Eric Ebron, tight end of the Colts. I'll tell you what, if you asked me this 48 hours ago, I would have said trust because he was going, there's so much negativity that he was becoming a value. And with luck, I'm like, well, let's take the shot. Maybe he gets 10 touchdowns. All you got to do is catch a touchdown to be a tight end one. Now he's going to really fall off the map. And yeah, I mean, in those tight end premium leagues where sometimes you got to have two of those guys, it's worth a shot, but be very careful. Just make sure that it's it's a real bargain. That's all I'm going to say. Plenty more fantasy sports today coming up next. We're going to dive deeper into the San Francisco 49ers receivers and see if we can pick out a couple of starters from that. Also, the Raiders cut cut, cut uh, ways, parted ways with Doug Martin, which means that there are some openings for a backup in Oakland as well. Doug Martin actually scored a lot of touchdowns last year uh, with the Raiders. Got some goal line carries as well. We'll dive into more of that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Craig Mish at JoePizzaPia17. More fantasy sports today coming up next. 
all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321-321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321-321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. For example, if you bet the Steelers minus three and they win and beat the Browns by seven or more points, you receive seven times your stake. That's cool. Pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And Joe, I don't think that it is a huge gamble to say that Josh Jacobs at this point is going to have the opportunity to take this running back job with the Raiders and run with it. Uh, Doug Martin was let go. He was actually not a terrible fill-in last year when he had the opportunity because of all the nonsense that was going on with Marshawn Lynch. But is, is, is there a possibility that Jacobs also isn't as high or isn't as good as he's being drafted? I got to tell you, I saw him play at Alabama. I never really thought of him as a featured back. So who are kind of the options with Oakland? And do you think that there's anyone else that could get cut outside of maybe a Doug Martin this week? 
I'm now this is interesting because of all the college football I saw last year, I saw a lot of Alabama, obviously, because a lot of national games. What was it about Jacobs that you didn't think was that didn't pop for you? Like, he what, what was he it? wasn't really a featured back. They used a lot of different players. They also, uh, you know, used but him. But he was more. very efficient when he touched the football. Very efficient. He, yeah, but, you know, he, he, he was not a, he was not the prototype. Look, the guy on Clemson's a lot better than him. Let's put it that way. Uh, David Montgomery on Iowa State was more featured than him. Um, you know, I I just like guys better than I did him. And, and again, in some of the stiffest competition in the SEC, he didn't perform as high. So I understand why the Raiders took him and they took him on talent. But this was not a situation like Derrick Henry winning the Heisman Trophy with Alabama. Jacobs was a good back, but not a great one. Well, and I think that's that's the problem, too, is sometimes the guys who succeed incredibly in college, you know, they they come into the NFL and they underperform. I mean, how many Heisman busts have there been over the years? Of guys who come a in? lot. Yeah, at quarterback a lot, even at running back, there's been a fair amount too. Well, there haven't been any running backs that won the Heisman. Well, I'm just saying, like running back in terms of those guys that are in the conversation for the Heisman. You know, the guys that are like, oh, this is the best running back in the league, and all this stuff. And you know, some. I mean, I I go back to the Ron Dane years for God's sake, and go back to all. Oh, there's a ton of these guys. Yeah, that, but but recently Saquon Barkley was in there, and he yes, did well. Saquon and Ezekiel, was. Elliott. It, what I'm saying well. is, it's a mixed bag, and I don't. I think that the fact that Jacobs was a little bit limited there, I don't want to hold that against him. Because I, that is more a product of the system than I think an indictment on him. It's just a product. Have of a lot of talented have. guys there. That's the that's always going to be the issue. Exactly. With, they have a lot Alabama. of talented guys. We can use all these talented guys to the best of their abilities. And the games I saw, I was impressed with Jacobs. And I'm I look at the Doug Martin thing as another boost of confidence. If you've already drafted Jacobs, if you're thinking about drafting Jacobs, that's a fair that's a big point. positive. Yeah, that's a fair point. And, I, and I just, I'm not so doesn't have a workload. Like, okay, he doesn't have the workload. doesn't have the workload, but at the same time, I'm like, well, okay. Well, at a certain point, when do we not remember that? How did he get to Alabama? He probably had a lot of workload in order to feature himself to do that. So it's not like he's, in, it's impossible. And if he's got a little less mileage on him, so be it. Yeah, I mean, look, Alvin Kamara was at Alabama, didn't play almost at all, and then well, he yeah, played he's a little pretty bit. Good. And he's been awesome. Look, <laughs> look, and I'm making the point against myself because I'll call it fairly. It's just that for me, watching as much as I did, I never came out of last year thinking that Josh Jacobs was going to be the number one running back taken uh, in the NFL draft. I, I, I didn't come out thinking that, that better. but I did come out, and I, and that's the other thing too is I. It's funny because when that happens that becomes a negative knock on a guy too. Maybe it's just the guy they liked most for what they want to do, as opposed to the best running back, quote unquote, who should go first off the board. And I think people get hung up on that sometimes too. Well, they get hung up and on the combine. The guy goes to the combine like him and has the best combine of any running back. All of a sudden he's the number one running back taken, but he wasn't the best running back in college football last year. Not even I'll tell close. you what, from a, from a personal standpoint, I got to be in the room with him on uh, FSGA in June and you did that fireside chat with Matthew Berry, and he's an impressive man. Like he, he's he's a young kid that I think just gets it, and I think okay. that's what really popped to to John Gruden probably, and to Mike Mayock. And I, Mike Mayock to me is one of the best talent evaluators. I always felt like, and every time I listened to a Mike Mayock broadcast, I felt smarter afterwards as a football fan. And I always I have great respect for him, and I'm really curious to see how he turns this roster over with new talent. And yeah, some of the picks people kind of said, wow, Cleveland Farrell there. Wow, Josh Jacobs there. But I think he's also trying to change the culture there, bringing guys who like Antonio Brown to win. Well, look, Antonio Brown is one of the, I mean, you want to talk about talent? 
I mean, I know, but you think that if they couldn't undo that trade, they wouldn't undo it right now. I Come think on. you, I think you think of Antonio, you need to think of him more of as an evil genius. I think, I think, I think, and all the, all the other nonsense, I think this is just Antonio Brown's weird evil genius thing. He is, he's <laughs> evil genius destroying his feet. Well, he, he did, but no, what he's done. He's taken all the conversation of his feet with the stupid helmet thing. Yeah, but he's still not a <laughs> yes, genius, hasn't he? I mean, everyone's been talking about the helmet for the last two weeks. Morgan. It is. Yeah, but it doesn't take away the stupidity of what he did in the crowd. Yeah, but you watch Hard Knocks. You see him running routes. He looks fine to me. Nah, I don't know. Yeah. And, then what, and what happens when they're four and ten? What happens? He didn't play in the last game of last season. And this is the guy that they signed him instead of Khalil Mack. What do they, they I'd rather have Khalil Mack any day of the week. Yeah, I don't know. In this modern day game. NFL, I don't know if you do. I love Khalil Mack. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan. But in this modern age of the NFL, let me tell you, like if you're hitching your wagon to Antonio Brown this year, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I'm warning you right now. God smells like a second board bet to me. Not good. Best route runner in the NFL. I don't know. With no feet. Okay. (laughs) No feet. He has two feet. (laughs) Yeah. Not one as far as one and a half. All right. uh, Let's go to the 49ers here. We mentioned that we were going to talk about this briefly. And this is a team that, like some others, Washington, Tennessee, like it's just kind of unclear in terms of where targets are going to go. But I think that this is the one team in the NFL that has given out the most mixed signals as far as who's going to make the team, who is going to start, who could get targets. I, look, maybe there is another one that I'm missing, and you certainly covered a lot closer than me. But I feel like I have no idea who at the end of the year is going to have the most targets on, on the 49ers, who's going to catch the most touchdowns, who's going to have the most yards. And the reason is, is because every day it's like a new story. At the beginning of camp, it was, oh, Marquise Goodwin can't make the team. Next month, oh, Goodwin's coming into his own. Oh, Dante Pettis, he's the best. Oh, no, maybe Dante Pettis will make the team. Richie James, oh, they really love him in the slot. Now they don't. I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't figure it out. So it's like I, I want to take one of these guys to take a shot. I heard even Jordan Matthews was looking good in camp. So. I got six guys on a list here. Pettis, James, Matthews, Goodwin, Debo Samuel. Of course, he's going to make the team. He was drafted high. And oh God, uh, of and Kendrick Bourne. Like, I mean, who's the guy to own here? I think you just answered your own question. By naming all this collective nonsense, that's what it is. It's collective nonsense. And I also want to compound the nonsense by saying, hey, remember last year when ESPN had Jimmy Garoppolo as like the fifth quarterback overall? Oh, yeah. And was like, everyone's just, oh, my God, all the Jimmy Garoppolo hype. And now nobody cares. Do you know? Do you notice? Nobody cares. No one they've wants to miss their Lamar starting Jackson. quarterback. Yeah, no well, one wants they, they moved on to Kyler Murray. They moved on to Josh Allen. They moved on. Everybody's been moved on. And there's Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, out there with this collective of Jags. Honestly, like these are just guys and you make a point with uh, Marquise Goodwin earlier, which I think is worth noting, especially in deeper leagues, because if that rapport was real and you get that bounce back there, that's something to consider. Uh, George Kittle is the best asset they have on this team. Yes. And it's not even close. So to me, the answer to this question is George Kittle, which when that's the answer You have to all of a sudden really dial back all your wide receiver expectation in your mind. And I think that's that's where we're at with this. Debo, to me, is the guy that you can get him pretty much for free in drafts. And as long as you have the patience to keep him on the bench and let talent win out, I think talent wins out here eventually. Now, you have to have some patience there. That's the problem. 
But for me, I'm not buying any of these guys. I'm not wasting picks on these guys. These all reek of waiver wire pickups, ad drops to me over and over again. And I'll I'll spend look if somebody's consistent over a couple of weeks, and then okay, then maybe I'll get the pocketbook out and I'll spend a little bit on one of these guys. But until that, just give me Samuel, stick him on the bench, wait. And maybe you get lucky. Maybe it happens sooner than later. We've seen that happen too. But for you, Craig, I mean, is it still Marquise Goodwin for you or bust? Or do you think it's Samuel? Or maybe you do Uh, think the guy like Jordan Matthews can find his way again. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that Samuel has a huge factor in the first half of the season. The thing that impresses me still with Goodwin, and I know he got hurt last year. um, And then the reason why I can't quit Pettis is because of all the backup quarterbacks, Joe, in the NFL, I would probably put Nick Mullins near the top, man. Like he was really good for them last year. He was decent. Yeah, he was good. He was good. Much better than Beathard, who just saw George Kittle and didn't see anybody else. I mean, that was just the way that that worked. By the way, I think if I'm not mistaken, Kittle and Beathard went to college together. They did. They had had that rapport. Um, so, So again, without having Goodwin toward the end of the year, Pettis was there. So if I had to rank them going into the season, just from a safety point of view with like a floor and ceiling, I'd probably go Goodwin one. I would go Pettis two, Samuel three. I think Richie James makes the team as the four. They keep talking up Jordan Matthews, though, for some reason, as maybe the five. I don't know. I mean, can all six six of these guys make it? I guess they can, right? I mean, teams carry sometimes. (laughs) Somebody's got to play special teams then. Somebody better learn to tackle. It's not going to be Jordan Matthews. (laughs) We know that. It's not going to be Jordan Matthews, that's for sure. So uh, unclear, but at least we dove into it here on the show, as we'll do, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But for those of you in fantasy, I think you understand. You know, Joe and I's take on the 49ers is more or less a stay away situation for sure. All right, we'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today. When we come back next, we'll dive into some pop culture, fun topics. Also, me owning Case Keenum in a Superflex League. Could I have done any worse? I don't know. Probably not. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today. Joe and Craig will be back. Don't go away. Network hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audio Boom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own bet concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Weekend wagers. Paxton, two runs, a five-hitter, six and two-thirds, 11 Ks against a good Dodgers team. I thought it was a good spot for the Yankees after getting swept in Oakland, you know. You know what they do? It's a good team. It's like, you know what? I know we like, you you, you could say you respect Oakland, but it's totally different when you go to Chavez Ravine, you're playing the Hollywood Dodgers, and you're coming off a sweep. You know the Yankees were going to bring their A game. Saturday and Sunday, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Evan TSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. And a lot of things going on at uh, Sports Grid, Joe, as you know. And uh, good news for a lot of people who listen to you out there. I know that every weekend you're going to be locked and loaded. You're going to be over at the uh, the FanDuel setup over at Sports Grid at the Meadowlands. So tell people about that here for a minute. That's right. Uh, Mike Blewett and I are going to be hosting that first show starting at 8. And then 9 o'clock, it's me and Jim Day over at the uh, uh, at the desk. And we're going to be talking DFS. We're going to talk in season long. We're going to go through all the shows there. It's going to be live. You can come down and heckle me, which is always fun. So come on down there and uh, have some fun there. Maybe may not as Desmond Howard. Did you see the... The Desmond Howard heckle that was kind of blowing up Twitter. Did you see I that? I did see that. Yeah, yeah. As as Scott Bogman pointed out on uh, Black Book this morning, uh, the happiest guy about Andrew Luck retiring was Desmond Howard because he got, <laughs> because he got out of that whole situation. He got out yeah. of that in a hurry, man. Nobody cares. Now, Nobody now, cares what anymore. are the times of your shows for the Fanduel shows? Uh, Eight a.m. is the first one that was with Mike, and then nine a.m. is the second one. So they're two one-hour shows, and then after that, I believe that's then the full football pregame with uh, Mike Blewett and uh, Marshall Falk hosting that one too. And I might pop on there on occasion, but awesome. it's going to be okay. great. So it's going to be great. It's going to be live streaming there. And uh, we're going to have, uh, again, I'm open to ideas. If people want to talk about certain guys, you tweet at me at Joe Pizapia 17. Uh, you want segments, you want starts and sits, you want all that kind of stuff. We'll do it for you. We'll get into your DFS. We'll get into your season long. We'll do it all, baby. We're full service. Yeah. Now, are you going to be? Let me ask you. <laughs> this. Like, are, wow, that was like I was. I was really excited. That was the super. Like, that was that was my great yeah, endorsement. Yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. Wait. That was really, how how close do you live? Yeah, space. sorry about that. That was bad. Yeah. How close? How close yeah. do you live to um to the casino? To I'm the about an hour away from uh, the Meadowlands. About now, an hour. Now, so. will you, will you engage this year in any sports wagering, or are you just going to stick? Oh, I will. Yeah, I will. I will. And um, I I wish I had last year because. 
uh, hosting the Line Star DFS show last year. We did a wagering segment, and uh, six straight weeks I picked the Carolina Panthers to lose, and I was right every single week. Yeah, they lost six in a row. Just, yeah, yeah. And I was, and people were basically saying, "Are you like tied into this? Did you, you know, have you poisoned Cam Newton?" I said, "No, I just, I know what I see." And if you don't believe me, you go back and listen to the pre-snap show because it's all there on tape every single week. And it's, um, I, I feel like it's time to kind of put that fantasy knowledge into the wagering world. And I think that's something that's doable when you when you look at the games and you're understanding, you know, the the meta stuff going on there. I think you can turn that. So people who are new to wagering, I think there's opportunity for you from the fantasy world to come in. Yeah, it's it's very difficult, but if you're winning more than you're losing, that's really the the key to to wagering. And I have a lot of uh, wagers in right now for the season in terms of win totals, and we can get into that at a future date. Although uh, I'm very fortunate that I did not do Houston under that was one of the ones that I wanted to do, and I didn't get to that yet. But the one that I'm in on for sure is the Dolphins under the four and a half, and uh, that'll pay some bills hopefully at the end of the year or not. I'll have to pay more bills because of that. All right. They want to get rid of Kenny Stills. That's going to help. Well, more than that, I think, as we'll see here in the next week or so. When, when you're tanking, you got to go all in. You're all, as uh, Mike Mayock, your friend, said, all in or all out. You got to go all in on the tank. <laughs> That's right. right. Uh, before we get into some fun, uh, quick conversation here, Case Keenum, worst starting quarterback in fantasy football this season. Are the Redskins the worst offense in football this season? Jay Gruden, according to all sports books, uh, has odds to be the first coach fired in the NFL this season. Although, although all three accurate statements there, Keenum, worst starting quarterback, Redskins, worst offense, Jay Gruden, first guy fired. You know, I don't want to hang everything on Jay Gruden. So I'm going to start with that one first. I'm going to say he shouldn't be. Whether or not he is, that's frustrating. Well, the Redskins do uh, that, though, Joe. You know, like they, they well, always look, hang it the on the fail safe. You know what? But he's got the fail safe this year, which is switching to the young quarterback. And if you switch to the young quarterback and he plays okay, if Haskins plays all right, then I think, you know, even even if it looks like progress, that he'll keep the job through the end of the year. That's the one thing. Like, why would you want to fire? Like, I understand they did it last year with the Browns, but that was a way different scenario when you had a rookie quarterback and then you fired the head coach. Very, very different with Hugh Jackson and what else was going on there. So I, I don't think that's the case. I don't. Are they the worst offense? Yes. Is Case Keenum the worst starting quarterback? Probably yes. Yes. So And you, yeah. you own him, you said, yes? In I do in a super right? flex league, yeah. What, yeah. what happened there? What happened? I had a horrible down aggressive on the quarterback. Sean knows about this. Uh, you know, our producer, I had a horrible draft uh-huh. is what it was. It was an auction draft and all the quarterbacks you prepared two days before. Like you didn't say. prepare at all. Where, where's your two months? Well, yeah. there you go. They didn't prepare at all. And then all of the quarterbacks started going for like 25 bucks. I'm like, these guys are going for too high. And then I look up and I'm like, wait a second. I don't have a quarterback and this is a super flex league. So yeah. I have Eli Manning and Case Keenum. But I will tell you this, Joe. Okay, before you crap on me, which you should I'm do. not crapping on you. But I'm you just should, pointing out you the should. whole preparation conversation right. oh, earlier. Yeah. Whatever. I could have I could have prepared <laughs> for it. But but listen, so here here's here's what happened though since then. Think about it. First of all, there's one team that only has one quarterback. Okay. And so he has no quarterback for his his super flex. And there's another one that has Andrew Luck and doesn't have Brissett. So I'm not in a terrible situation, and it is a guillotine league, which means that someone is gonna get knocked out week one if I can survive week one. My team is not terrible, so I'm not okay. com- I'm not completely upset about it. And with Keenum being named the starting quarterback, I have a super flex option. I what took are your a shot. Chances? What's the rest of the roster? What is your chances of surviving week horrible. one? Horrible. Oh, week one, I could survive. <laughs> week one, I could survive. My team is What's horrible. What's the roster? Come on. Give me give me the top three guys. Give me the uh, first. Well, uh, because it was so it was going so bad that oh, I man, said, I, I could feel I could feel the excuses already. No, well, because no excuse, I, 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 I didn't get a lot of sleep. I realized right. that my team was going to stink and I basically went all high upside to win the league. I took Gurley. 
I, I, I don't no, want to have I, that doesn't stink at all. No, I'm all in on girl. I, I am. I have planted the flag. Nope. Nope. All in. <laughs> I have girly and I spent a lot for him. That's fine. I'm, I have I Michael, that uh, Michael Thomas. They're very good. Then that's about it. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I, I, have, uh, <laughs> I have uh, Valdez Scantling. I like MVS. I have, he's not your two, is he? He's my three, I think. I have well, Vance, Mc, Vance McDonald. I don't know. Offhand, man. All know. right. Well, I'm look, not, I think Thomas and Gurley, I think you will. I'm not, I'm not ready at this time to talk about, to have a press conference about this roster. I will come back to this. We'll, we'll <laughs> it's an incomplete grade. I'm giving you nothing. <laughs> Here's my three guys, it. Joe. Can you Here's give me my a three grade? Guys, I'll hang up and listen. We'll do- <laughs> <laughs> I'll like- take, I'll take Gurley and Thomas to war. I don't think you're going to get eliminated week one, but, uh, but right. That's do, it. That's all be, I'm looking for. Bit. Don't get eliminated week one, Craig. I, I know. I, I know I have Devin Singletary. I know I have him. I took all him. Right. Well, that'll late. help you week eight. But <laughs> my team's not look all, again. All I got to do is get through week one and then I'll fix the problems. If God, okay. if God bless, I could get through two weeks of this. Oh my gosh, I could win the whole thing because I'll just be use, fun. I'll use all my fab on whoever's, you know, I'm looking but, forward. I'm looking forward to seeing this in action because I, I want, I want to experience this roller coaster. And I hope for our sake for the show that this lasts well into like week four, or five. week two, week two, just got to get to week two. Week that's, two. that's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> it wasn't that expensive. The league wasn't that expensive. It was, uh, a three-figure amount, but not uh, to me. That's okay. I'm willing to. All right. The problem was the draft was four hours, and it was just it was too long. No fun. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, a couple other topics that I wanted to get to that are non-fantasy related, just to kind of have some fun with this. There's been some big raging debates on two different topics that I wanted to hit on. The first is Seinfeld versus Friends, and the second is the Popeyes chicken sandwich versus the Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. So. I don't know which one you want to start off with here, but I feel like we need to do this on the show today. So which okay. one do you want to hit first? You want to hit Seinfeld uh, versus Friends? You want to hit the, start chicken with the chicken? The chicken's hot right now. Let's start with the chicken. The chicken is very hot right now. Chicken is hot. Can you weigh in on this or no? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what this. I, I, I like Popeye's chicken, first of all. But do, have, have you had the chicken sandwich? That I haven't gotten the chicken sandwich. Well, then there you cannot weigh in on this, Joe. I would know. I'm going to weigh in on this. Chick-fil-A is overrated, period. So whatever the Popeye's chicken, I've already had Popeye's chicken my whole life. I always like Popeye's chicken. It doesn't matter. You you just you you wrong. You you no, have I'm not wrong. in order to weigh in I'm on you have to like have what team. everyone's talking about. You my grade is incomplete like your team. What I'm saying is I don't care. I am telling you right now, there is no way I'm not going to like the Popeye's chicken sandwich more. And I will find a way this week to get that chicken sandwich by There's the end no of the way. week. No way. No one can get it. It's sold out everywhere. It's impossible. Uh, I'm in Jersey. It's fine. Everything, it's <laughs> I'm in Jersey. Jersey. It's fine. I'm, all you got to do is you know a guy. put that on your yeah, Twitter I, timeline. My, I'm in Jersey. My cousin Louie, I say, hey, Louie, can you go get That's me that chicken true. sandwich? You do have those connections. Yeah. yeah. Louie goes and gets me a chicken sandwich. Everything's fine. Hey, uh, you got chicken what sandwich. about you? Have you had them all or no? No, that's why I can't weigh in on it. I've had the Chick Fil A's chicken sandwich a million times. Do you like Chick Fil A? You know what? You know what? For me, is that I don't have. I almost never have fast food, and when I do, uh, if I am in need of it, and it's very rare. Like I, I mean, honestly, like super rare. I'll get a sub or I'll get a slice of pizza or something like that. But when it comes to that, I always see the line is so long, and I know they do a really good job of getting through people in line. And Florida is very popular for. Chick-fil-A, but I just don't have the time to sit in. So a what's your food. fast food du jour if you have your choice? I don't really have. That's you have I, not one. Okay. I do. See, I'm I mean, a White Dunkin', Castle guy. Dunkin' Donuts because of coffee. That's but like, yeah, I don't. I really don't. I really don't. A burger joint like In-N-Out or, or no, White Castle I, or Burger King. Or I something. quit them all, man. 
I get you. Pizza guy. I'm I know. Not even though. I'll have I'll have pizza. I'll get a sub, a turkey sub, or an Italian sub of some kind. And I like Italian food and all that. But every now and then I gotta get the fast food. Every now and then I gotta get like a like a McNugget fix. Like once or twice a year. That's for me. You know, I'm not I'm not a big fast food guy, but once or twice a year, it's like, yeah, I want the chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. I want some salty fries that are bad for me or whatever it is. That's true, want. though. I will stop at the drive through. My kids love the fries, so I will stop and get the fries, but never the food. I'm yeah. with the fries yet. running on the treadmill while you eat the fries. Is that what you're doing? No, you're so, but I do do that home. every day, though. That is true. I do do that. I do run every day. That is that is part of the routine to keep me sane. I did uh, uh, seven miles in 58 minutes the other day. There you Saturday. go. You like that? You. Yeah, Impressive. fast. That's right. Longer Fit than Debo, hey, longer than Debo Samuel. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, Seinfeld versus Friends. Why is this debate raging? Is this even close? Why? Why is this even a debate? Why? Why are people talking about this? No, they're no both great in their own way. Yeah, I mean, one is great. One was okay. Well, here's the thing. I, this is this is to me. It's like one's the romantic comedy, and one is the unromantic comedy, and it just depends on your personality. I mean, so, Seinfeld so is go the ahead. complete banality. I prefer Seinfeld because of I'm a malcontent. Of course, because I'm a malcontent from New York and I actually know what it's like, you know, growing up in the New York area. And that weird idiosyncratic world is far more accurate than the, hey, let's all always, you know, what always pissed me off about Friends, too, is for the first two seasons, Ross had a kid. Where the hell was the kid after that? That's true. He just disappeared. Would they move to North Dakota with the, the lesbian parents? I go, what the hell happened? It was never at the wedding when he got married again. Never. No, zero. It's like the kid didn't exist and everybody's fine with it. And that's what pissed me off the most. Like that really irritated me. I don't know. That is super analysis right there. So how about you? So you're a I I just listen. I watched Friends also. I can't say that I remember every single episode. My my daughter actually is now starting to watch those. She's 12 and starting to or 13. She just turned 13. So she's starting to watch some of them. But for me. If uh, if I'm if I'm Netflixing it, it would be sign well Seinfeld or The Office. Like those would be the two. And and again, I go back to Cheers and some other shows that I like even more than those. Yeah, but I'm in original this, in- Office. I'm BBC Office with Richard oh really? Because I watched that one first. So I think if you watch that one first, you're just kind of eh. and if you watch the American one, and you tried to watch the Ricky Gervais one. It's tough. The Ricky Gervais one is so painfully awkward and dark and funny, and you have to have a really dark sense of humor to enjoy it. I do, but. Seinfeld, uh, just the summer of George was on the other day. I mean, what a, what a classic! The summer yeah, of George, seriously, seriously. like it's 90, the summer of us. Ninety percent of those episodes were were amazing. Now it's the it's the uh, summer of Joe and Craig. My kids are getting into uh, they've they've started Big Bang Theory from the beginning, so they are like in season four now. They really enjoy that. They think oh, it's very funny. Okay. Yeah, it, those CBS comedies. Somehow I end up missing out on those. Like they they come and they go, and then I go back and watch them. And like, I have a vacant spot now because that was like the last of the sitcoms that I watched, and now I I feel like I don't I love sitcoms, and now I, don't, I feel like I don't have one. Do like, you have any recommendations on that? Because now I'm out. You know what was okay on Netflix was Glow, although the the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Although yeah. this se- this season has not been as as good as I. I didn't love Glow like so. everybody else, and I and my I did love. I did really like the first two seasons, but this this season's gone uh, gone gone south for me a little bit. But I am I am a Netflix guy. I will say that I don't watch regular TV. Uh, listen, we are running short on time here, so let's do this. Let's take a quick time out when we come back. It's time for our exit velocity segment. One of us, and we're not going to tell you who. It's a big surprise is going to have a hot take at the end of the show. Exit Velocity is next. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, along with Joe Pizzapia, our first show on the fantasy football season here on August 26th. Full-time fantasy coming your way, 2 o'clock Eastern. Don't go away. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh said. 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time. Time, the best date 100.com. Weekend fantasy update. Right, you're going to see Eli in there until the Giants are kind of are eliminated from uh, competing for the playoffs. I point week 14, the last three games, they have the Dolphins, and then I think they uh, finish yeah. off against the Dolphins, Redskins. Washington, and then right. Philly. And who knows right. if Philly will have right at, to play for? Right after their bye, I, they have a, a game against the, uh, the Bears. Bears. I think, yeah, so I don't know if you want to introduce Jones to NFL football at Soldier Field. Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Joe and I back on the radio, reunited for the first time in, it feels like eight or nine years, something like that. But you know that before we end this show, we got to end it with a little bit of exit velocity. I feel the need. Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. All right, my Exit Velocity topic for today. It just has to be Andrew Luck. What else could it be? And look, after watching that press conference and seeing this man almost cry several times for 25 minutes, how could anybody possibly hold it against Luck to retire? I understand, and Joe earlier in our show made a good point. 
The timing was awful. The nature of it was awful. But this guy is seriously looks like he's going through some serious mental issues and wants to be home with his family. I think he alluded to the fact that he met his wife a couple of years ago when he wasn't playing. And had he been playing, he may not have met her. And so certainly I can speak to the family aspect of that. And so can Joe. No doubt about that. So as we end the show today, I think that we are just taking this way too seriously. This is a man that just wants to be done with football, at least for the time being. And the only question that we should be asking ourselves, is this the beginning of other players doing the same thing? That'll do it for our show today. Thanks again to Sean for producing our program. Thanks again to my co-host, Joe Pizapia. We'll be back tomorrow with some more fantasy discussion as we get closer to the final week of the preseason and closer to a lot of your fantasy football drafts. For Joe Pizapia, I'm Craig Mish. Full-time fantasy is next, and we will talk to you tomorrow at noon. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.